Yes, people, what's going on? It is episode, I don't know, what episode is it? Episode 288 of Griff's Brain. That was me, Griff, obviously. It's Saturday. The Saturday, the 6th of August. And I am between uh, gigs, between gigs. Doing three gigs at Angel Comedy Club. And this is how I organise my time. I did one gig. Um, just tried out some new material. Uh, then chickened out and ended with a bit that I, I you know that I know works because that's what you have to do as a comedian. I can just do it all new, uh, and it's because I didn't have ten minutes of brand new material. Um, so we had that, and then I've just popped out to do um, the first part of the podcast because then I'll do the second part of the podcast uh, between maybe the second and third show. How about that? So that's what you're getting. So we'll see what I end up uploading. Whether I end up uploading clips from the. Um, recording from the actual gig or the actual podcast which i meant to do but anyway how you doing how's your week been my week's been all right what have i been up to um i have been up to what i've um i have been doing i finally got registered with um i can't remember now but it's the website where actors get registered on right so i'm on there can't remember what the fuck it's called well, I'm on there now because of that. Now my agents can send me um, auditions, so now I've been doing self tapes, which I've never done before. I haven't done any acting lessons. Maybe I should have done acting lessons while doing these self tapes. So guess what? The worst that happens is you don't get picked for the audition. So I've just been just cracking out these self tapes whenever audition comes my way. I haven't been able to do films, the auditions for films, because it's too much of a time commitment. But commercials, I have. I've got to do one for. Uh, for tomorrow before 4 p.m. Um, so that should be fun. And then um, what else I've been doing? Then took took my daughter out to baby theatre this morning, um, which is cool. To do out to baby theatre. Do what? Noticing a lot more men. A lot more men. Just dads, just with the babies. Just men and babies on their own. That's what I was doing. Yeah. You can't give each other a noble looks if you go, yeah, 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 modern dads, all right, yeah, geezer, modern dads. Shall we talk to each other? No, why? Because we're not that modern. It's weird. It's like, you're clearly modern guys. You're being hands-on fathers. It's great. Taking them to fucking kids' theatres. What's called dads? You see little mums there on their own, looking at you as a dad with your kids, going, oh, fucking hell. Wish I could get her dad out. He thinks this is all bollocks. And you're just there being a cool dad. Yeah. You can see it. I can see the look in their eyes. Look in my eyes like, oh, I'm going to take that ring off. No, you're not. Get off me, love. This is why I'm a good dad, good man. <laughs> no, no one looks at you like that. But they do look at you like, oh, wow, okay, that's good. That's nice. You can see it. There's a softness in their eyes that you're just like a non-threatening bloke. Like, oh, there are still some good guys. Like, I might be a psychopath still. Just got to take my kid out. I don't think psychopaths are, psychopaths are everyone, they know. Anyway, point I make is that, guys, uh, we just don't we just don't make new friends, do we? It's so funny. You could be mates. You can know a guy. Like, for example, a football team. You can join a football team. You play every Thursday. Yeah, you have a kickabout every Thursday. You run around for an hour and a half with these people. There's one guy at football, Jeff. 
Jeff's fucking hilarious. He's so funny and he's good at football. You get a little insight into his life. Right, my missus. Oh, he's got a missus. Okay, you know where he lives. Drives a decent car. He seems pretty together. Yeah, he's got he's got family. This guy seems like a really good guy. Cool guy, funny, good at football. Great first touch. You're like, I would like to hang out with this guy more. Will you ask for his number to maybe arrange to hang out? Will you fuck? Why? Because men, we don't even hang out with our own friends anymore. We've got to be doing something to hang out. Even if it's something menial, just like playing FIFA. Don't come around and play FIFA. We've got to be doing something. We just don't hang out with our mates. Like women will really make an effort. It's like, let's put a date in the diary, okay? 14th of August, we're all meeting up. The girls are meeting up. That's what we're doing. We're meeting up. We need to stay in touch. They already talk to each other every day in the WhatsApp group. They call each other, all individual calls. Have you heard what she's been saying about her? Have you heard what's going on in her life? Wait, 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 hold on. So, someone's calling me. Oh my God, I'm on the phone to her. Can you believe that's going on? Oh my God. They talk to him all the time and go to meet up, yeah? Half of them don't like each other. Don't matter. They're still going to meet up. Guys, really like each other. Love each other. Can't even say the words. We only say it when we're hammered or when someone's about to die. And you love them. You love these guys. Will you just meet up? No. You won't just meet up. We all just got to meet up. Ah, oh, mate, when? I've just got, I've got stuff to do. And the funny thing is, is that your missus wouldn't object. They'll be happy for you. Like, oh, that's good. That's good. Because a lot of these modern women really care about our mental health and stuff. Like, get, just go out, get out of the house. Yeah? But he just says, guys, like, nah. <laughs> like, my mate came back from Australia, yeah? This is one of my best friends. Known him since I was seven. So he lives in Australia. He's back. Um, so the group, there's a group of six of us. He's one of the six. All arranging to meet up. Couldn't get all of us together. He was here for three months. Couldn't get all six of us together in one go. They managed to get five. One guy couldn't make it. Me. <laughs> I was the guy who couldn't make it. He saw all of us separately and then had to see all, and then five of us together. He couldn't get us all together. Couldn't get that old school hang that he just wanted. Not all of us together. It was just shit. Shit, guys. I don't know why. I don't know why. But we don't hang out, like I said, we don't hang out with our mates that much. So we ain't going to make a new friend. Make a new friend. We've got loads in common. What? got kids the same age. Live in the same town. Yeah. Our social lives could easily merge into one. You think our wives do the similar job? They'll probably get along. Nah, mate. Nah, I don't want your fucking number. Go away. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Whereas, like, my wife just has new friends every bloody week. Every group she goes to. Got to a new baby group. Oh, it's my friend, blah, 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 from a baby group. Just like, what? Yeah. So-and-so's mum. I'm like, you're saying just names. I don't know the kid. I don't know the woman. Yeah, her husband. It's like, what? Why don't I know so much information about her husband? What are you saying about me? You know what I mean? Just so much information shared. You don't know these people. There you go. That's how they make friends. That's how they live for longer because they make connections with other people. Us men, we're just still like, it's kind of gay. Ask for your number. It's kind of gay. Too gay for me. <laughs> we're weird 
Where does that come from? Because here's a contradictory thing. Who do I think are better at making superficial friendships? I've said this on the pod before. Men, way better at making superficial friendships. Those surface level friendships. You like football? I like football. Cool. He's a good guy. That's what I'm saying. We, we, we know how to make those friendships. But we, there you go. Boom. We know how to make friendships. We don't know how to make connections. Wait, is that right? I don't know. We're working this out. We're working this out live. No. What's deeper? Friendships? No, we know how to make connections. But not friendships. How about that? And I think that's why men just kind of stick with friends they've had forever. Like women, they'll, they'll outgrow a friendship, you know. Women will outgrow a friendship. Like, no, we're just in different places. I've got kids. They haven't got kids. You know, they're focusing on their career. I'm focusing on this. We're just in different places now. I don't think me and her could be friends anymore. That's, that's how a woman would be. Where a man's just like, yeah, he, he sells drugs. Yeah, he robbed a church at gunpoint. But he's my mate. What am I going to do? <laughs> We went to school together. What am I going to do? I mean, that's us as men. It's like, he's my mate. Oh, I know. He's my mate. Well, he's, he's not my mate, mate. But he's my mate. That's us. That's why we just we make those friends when we we're 11. That's it. That's our, that's our fucking friends. Done. I ain't making any new friends. I mean, we just... For us to get someone else's number, another guy's number, it has to be so organic. So organic or so necessary. Like, oh, yeah, my mate's got a season ticket for Tottenham. I mean, he's not able to go this Saturday. So if you can pick up the ticket from him, you can go get the ticket for free. All right, where should I meet him? At this pub. All right. Uh, yeah, right, give me his number then. You're there pacing up and down your room going, oh, fucking, how do I text this guy? Oh, do I... Hi, Tony. Hi, do I say hi? No, hi, that sounds a bit flirty. Not... Hello, Tony. No, no. Um, all right, mate. All right, he's not my fucking mate. One more, um, hi. Uh, Mike said you've got ticket. Sorry, no, let's no, delete that. All right, mate. I'm going for all right, mate. All right, mate. It's Darren. Uh, Mike's mate. He's going to pick up the ticket. Uh, I'll, I'll be there around eight. Is that all right? And then he just comes out. Yeah, sure. Then you go in there, so like, oh, you're right, you might, yeah, yeah, oh, cool, do you want a drink? Uh, yeah, go on, then. And you're sitting down chatting with the guy. He's saying all crazy things. Cheats on his wife. Got some secret kids. He's a right wrong one. But, yeah, it's all right, sports are safe football team. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know, it's uh, weird, guys. Guys are weird. Maybe I'm maybe I'm generalising for guys. Maybe I'm just defending, um, you know, covering my own shortcomings by talking about guys when it's just me. You know, you know when we do that as people, we love that shit, don't we? As a man, as a woman, as a black person, as a straight, but as a gay, but you just group everyone in your demographic to make out that's how you all think when it's just you and your crazy head. So maybe that's what I'm doing. Who knows? Oh, flipping nose. Um, but what's been going on in the world? I'm here just chatting away. I've got nothing to talk about, but I'm clearly in a buoyant mood. But I have nothing to talk about. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what's been going on in the world. We've still got our PM debate 
things going on. Who is it going to be? Is it going to be Sunak? It's going to be Trust. I saw Trust talk to Kay Burley. Kay Burley fucking put her through the ringer. She, it's basically, she just brought up all these topics. So you said that you was a Remainer. Now you've changed your mind. You said that we shouldn't give weapons to the Ukraine. Then you changed your mind. You said that we should uh, supply weapons to Taiwan. Then you changed your mind. And then she's just listing all these different things. Where Trust has changed her mind. She goes, she goes, would the real Liz Trust please stand up? Uh, made the crowd laugh. Hilarious. But again, that is actual leadership uh, contestant. She is at this mate at this stage. There's a fifty percent chance of being the new PM. Then you have Rishi Sunak on the other hand, literally boasting in public, in open air, saying, "Look, I I took money from under uh, what's it say to under under did he say underdeveloped or poor? It just features said poor inner city areas to give it to you guys in Tunbridge Wells." <laughs> Oh, like, yes, Rishi! Man of the people. Because the people in Tunbridge Wells are people as well. Yeah. It was so funny. He said it. And you can see, but these are conservative voting uh, people living in Tunbridge Wells. Royal Tunbridge Wells. And you could see, even in that crowd, when he said that, they looked at each other like, you fucking what? <laughs> you bloody what? <laughs> like, that's not what we want. No, I mean, we might be well off, but we're not fucking assholes. <laughs> he's like, that's what I did for you guys. He's like, we didn't ask for that. You know what I mean? One of those ones. It's like, you might want something, but you don't, you don't tell me how you make the sausage, mate. But yeah, we've got that. But it's like, it's one of those people, I can't believe he said this out loud, but I can because he's appealing to his base. He thinks that's what these conservatives want. And I guess some conservatives do want that. I guess it's not. And you've got to remember, people don't have um, bad opinions. They have, uh, everyone's opinion in their mind is a good opinion. And they just have different justifications. So for some of the Tunbridge Wells, they're not just an arsehole because they want to take their money from uh, poor inner city areas. In their mind, they're saying, well, no, like you should spread the money evenly and they, they, get, they get too much money, those guys, and there's nothing to show for it. That would be their argument. But, you know, me who doesn't live in it, poor inner city areas, never lived there, never been from there, even I could be like, uh, no, you do need to give the money to poor areas to, you know, boost it up. But here's the thing, you can't just dump money at these things and then not actually provide proper, you know, systems and structures for them to actually get out of this poverty. Otherwise, you're just pissing money down the sink. Why do I say pissing down the sink? Why would I not piss in a toilet? Who's pissing in the sink? Who's this guy? <laughs> hey, who's this nutcase? Pissing in a sink. Get out. Well, no. Like, just pissing by the upper wall. How about that? So, it's just, it's just fucking nuts, though. But he's appealing to his base in the sense of, you know, they, they don't want their money spent in poorer areas. And here's the thing, though. That will win him some votes in the Tory party. But say he becomes PM. What about the general election now? People are like, you bloody what? 
guess what? Spin it around. It's so easy. All you have to say is, look, the reason why I took the money from there is because that was under labour initiatives that don't work. Stati statistic, statistic, data, data, statistic. To just bamboozle you. You know them ones? Uh, these things have doubled. This has gone down by 15%. This is just like, what do these numbers actually mean? And you just bamboozle it's like, but under a, a conservative government, actually, poorer areas will get 16.4% more funding with initiatives that work, that have been proven to, to enable social mobility, increase home ownership in those areas. They'll just say this vague shit like that. And he's like, uh, what? And then when you like, break it down, Increased home ownership in that area means they've actually built new flats and they just got rid of all the fucking people renting from the council. Now they've got private owners from like China and Russia. <laughs> it's like home ownership's increased in the area. There you go. Social mobility. That's our initiatives. I mean, shit like that. Something's increased. Something's doubled. Under, uh, you know, under a Tory government, it's doubled, but actually it was like... One pound before now it's two pounds. It's doubled. It's just like okay. I mean, it's, it's shit like that. It's just what, what's happening. And there's just bamboos people. Everyone like um. But I say I, I almost feel like I've said this before. They need to create a news channel and the newspaper where it's just news, neutral, boring news. I know it's impossible to write anything without bias. As soon as it comes out of a human's mouth. It's been filtered. It's got some bias to it. It's just natural. It's how we are as human beings. We can't change the way we are. It's the way we program. It's the way we talk. It's the way we do things. But it has to be. You know what I mean? This is... Then when it's like a general election, this is the Labour manifesto. Here are the key points. Bosh, 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 bosh. Here's the Conservative manifesto. Here are the key points. Bosh, 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 bosh. Here's the Lib Dem, bosh, 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 right? That's how, that's how the news we reported. I mean, with the Rishi Sunak, Liz Trust thing, here's, here's their key talking points, bosh, bosh, bosh. Instead, it's just like, ah, here's a soundbite for him saying something wild. Here's a soundbite for her saying something stupid. Here we go. He's just left it going, oh, no, I don't want that person. I know, it's just, it's a bit tiresome, isn't it? It's tiresome. Fucking energy bills are going up. Again, I, I tried to look at... Um, my, my credit's all gone. I, I've been paying my energy by direct debit, yeah, before. And I built up a lovely credit. Lovely credit. Credit that built up from March 2021, when I moved into my house, all the way. This credit uh, was just building up. Just building up. Up until all the companies uh, collapsed, I think in like November. Wasn't it October, November time they collapsed? Um, no, it might be even later. I'm not sure. But um, no, ignore that. Price cap went up. It's when the price cap went up, sorry. So my price was still the same. So March, right? It's when the price cap went boom. Lifted the price cap. I don't know why I keep on calling it a price cap. It's fucking... It's, it's gaslighting. Literally, is gaslighting. Can't call something a cap. And the cap keeps on going up and going off. You ain't capped shit. Right? 
Like I say, I put a cap on the fucking bottle and then all the drinks everywhere. So the the price cap before it went up. So I just built up a credit. That credit lasted, it was building up over a year. Yeah, that credit took a year to build up. Price cap went bang. And from March to June, the three months, credit's gone. I've, I've got to pay money <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got a bill to pay now. As I was like, this, this motherfuckers, man. These motherfuckers. They got me. But it's all right, though. I ain't mad at them. Boom, boom. Boom, 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 I ain't mad at you. Do what though? It's gonna be crazy when they charge us fucking five hundred pound a month though to heat and light our homes. You know, my suggestion, guys, to heat your home. Yeah, here's what you need to do: you take out some fucking home insurance, right? You take some home insurance, and then you heat your home. You get your family out of the house, and then you heat your home the natural way. Fire, fire, set your fucking house on fire. <laughs> and we, yeah, that's what we do. We set our own houses on fire. Crazy process. It's like punching yourself in the face. But hear me out. You set your house on fire. We crumble these fucking insurance companies. Yeah. You make us pay these premiums and don't pay out. That's what we do. We set our own fucking houses on fire. No, actually, we set each other's houses on fire. Then it's not insurance fraud. You find a fire partner and you set each other's houses on fire. That's how you heat up your house. Get that money from the insurance. Bada bing, bada boom, you're paid. Nice. And the insurance company has to pay all your bills while you're out of home. Your home's being restored. Sweet. That's, that's the way we're going to survive, people. Now, we need to get more French, though. Because I don't know what it is about Brits. It's weird. Historically, we love a fucking war, but we love to also be bent over. And fisted in the butt. Because the French wouldn't have it. I don't think they do have it. I think they've got a price cap. A real cap. Because the French man, they're like, no, no, no. No, monsieur. Not today, monsieur. No. I will set everything on fire. I love the Eiffel Tower, but I will set it on fire. They will burn up the whole of fucking Paris, Marseille, Lyon, Saint-Etienne. It's all going bored though. Every city is on fire. Because French people don't fucking ramp. Because they've had a revolution. Any country's got fucking revolution in their blood. Yeah? They've got it. I mean, yeah, they took inspiration from the Haitians. Don't time check that. Let's not fact check that. I swear that's something I've read. It's deep in my brain somewhere. There's the Haitian Revolution that triggered the French Revolution. They saw what went on in Haiti and went, well, if those Negroes can do it. Sorry, no, that's... If the Negro can do it, then we can do it. I think, I think that's right. The Haitian Revolution. Let's see, let's see if this is real facts. Let's see, Haitian... Revolution. Haitian Revolution happened uh, in 1791. 
1789. It's around the same time. Okay. Okay, they're around the same time. Less. Okay, well, that's what we're going to say then. They, they, they kind of started, the French Empire started falling apart. Anyway, that's what happens. You just, when you just got that in, in your history, it's like, we're not pussy holes, bruv. We've done it once, we'll do it again. Whereas we're just like servitude, servitude, servitude. We've got the queen. Uh. I mean, we love it. We like being told by rich people who haven't earned their money. It's just, you know, by birthright. And I'm not having a go at them for that. Like I said, the same way they didn't, they can't help being born into this system. Same as we uh, can't be born in this system. And no one's going to fucking start a revolution if you're in the fucking monarchy. You're an idiot. You know what I mean? No, I don't expect them to do it. I don't need, I don't need to be violent. I'm not saying they need to be flipping extradited and, ex, you know, exiled from the country. It's not even that. It's not that deep. But fucking hell. It's like that is in, if that's in the culture, there's, it's the queen. And when the queen comes, you bow down to this, like, four foot eleven old lady. Nothing wrong with the queen. I think everyone likes the queen. I think that's literally the real reason why the royal family is still holding on. Because of Liz. I swear, when Liz goes... Watch, if they do an opinion poll on the royal family, they know, they know they can't let this woman die. I said, she's like her and David Attenborough. New fucking era we're in. Because she was the queen when my mum was born. She's been reigning for that long. Elizabeth Regina has been, she's been reigning for that long. That's what the ER stands for on the royal thing, by the way. Um, Yeah. It's flipping nuts, man. She has been reigning for that long. So when she goes, that's an end of an era. Uh, people look at the royal family and they'll... I feel a lot of people in this country realise I don't like the royal family. I just like the Queen. No one's going to love fucking Prince Charles and Camilla. Like the Queen. No one. I'm like, what the fuck's this? King Charles? Nah. Nah, 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 nah. nah. We, don't, we don't want this. We don't want this. Remember what you did to Diana. That's that's what will happen. And then William. Hey. Hey, look. Can't talk about Will. Oh no, on Twitter there's a hashtag called Prince of Pegging. I don't I don't know if they're related. I'm not saying they are, I'm just saying. There was a hashtag. <laughs> Alright, people, look, I've got to pause this pod because I've got to go back and do my gig. Alright? I've got, got to be professional. Uh, but I'll come back for the second part of this pod. I've, I've not chatted about anything. We'll do some dear dear dreams when I come back. All right? Speech in a bit, you lovely people. Okay, I'm back. Like I said, I'd be. This is after show two. Um, so between show two and show three. So this is, this is effective time management, people. If you want to buy my new book, it's called Effective Time Management. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you just buy it uh, for audiobook for $7.99. Uh, anyway, so let's, um, let's get to Dear Deirdre's. That's what I'm going to do. Got nothing to mention from the gig, nothing to stand out. So let's go. Um, ooh, 
Dear Deirdre, I'm obsessed with tracking down my husband's mistresses. Not even mistress, mistresses. How about you use that effort and time to file for divorce? You know what I mean? You're not even one, not even one woman. Mistresses. Because is it a mistress if you just like bang on one night and disappear, like one night stand? Is that a mistress? I feel like a mistress is an affair. And so to have multiple affairs, cheating multiple times to me is different to having multiple affairs. Like multiple affairs is fucking time management. Time is such a level of time management that I think that man after a divorce should have slammed that on his CV to say, this is why I can do this job. You know what they say? Could you evidence your time management? Yes, I maintained several affairs throughout my marriage. They're like, oh, wow, that's, that's really impressive. All of us on the board here at this uh, company, we've all got several mistress, mistresses. So, no, that's really impressive. You're, you're feeling well here. Anyway, um, dear Deirdre, since I discovered my husband has been cheating on me, I've become obsessed with tracking down his other women. I'm 34, he's 36, but his type appears to be women in their 50s and 60s who certainly look their age. Oh, biting. I feel so hurt and confused. He wants these because these women know the deal. They're like, I just want... Some young cock. They don't want any commitment. They've already got their husband's divorce money. Is that sexist? Maybe. <laughs> or maybe they haven't got their husband's divorce money. They've got no money. And they're like, look, I just need something good in my life. And that's young cock. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, we've been married for seven years and have a son aged four. I had no idea anything was up until I found dodgy messages on his phone, which led me to videos on the Swingers website. Uh, what I saw rocked my world. Every single video he watched focused on much older women. Listen, I told you, ladies, don't ever search your man's porn history. Never, 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 never. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you will see something that he will have no explanation for and it will make your fucking dinner awkward. I'm telling you, you just, you don't, just don't, all right? Just flipping don't. Without exception, um, they were all wearing trampy clothes and had badly dyed hair. Jesus. Even worse, the messages showed he had had sex with some of them. I confronted him about this and he begged forgiveness. Jesus, saying it was just a one-off. But I know he's lying, as there are several women. It's like he's two different people and I don't know one of them. The sleazy sex mad cheat. We've always had a very active and enjoyable sex life. Listen, that means nothing. Because if you ain't fucking a biddy with the blue rinse, that's what he wants then he, he, he ain't scratching that itch. You know what I'm saying? Um, we always had very sex, but, um, but, but it's not as if he needed to look elsewhere. It's different things. Different things, man. If, if my man's eating pizza all day, that, that's not Chinese. You know what I mean? You'd be upset if he eats pizza somewhere else, but it's not Chinese. It's not Indian. Um, I feel sick thinking about the times we've had sex without using condoms i would too uh yeah that's gross knowing that he was sleeping with them too at night i lie awake tormenting myself i want to know every detail of what he did and with whom and i want to talk to these women to find out what they have that i don't uh 
but he's now unsubscribed from the website and deleted the messages, so I can't. He's always been a loving partner and a fantastic dad. Now it feels like he's destroyed our relationship and our family. Yeah. I mean, he has. I mean, how did you find out again? How did you find out? Uh, yeah, how did you find dodgy messages on his phone? How did you find that? Because here's the thing. I've picked up my wife's phone. I've used my wife's phone. Not once have I ever opened WhatsApp or I don't know what. Apple have their own messaging thing, right? Or a text, email. I've never opened those things. Never. Because I pick up her phone to use it for something specific. Now, I wonder what, what I'd do if I saw a message pop up while looking for a phone from like Big Dick Tyrone. What am I going to do? What am I going to do then? You know what I mean? 11, 11 inch Levon. <laughs> Levon, I don't know where that name came from. 11 inch Levon. Do I, see, I'm going to have to open that message. So I said, I'm going to give you a blow. Because that message might just come in as you look at your phone. You're like, hold on. Hold on. Robo dick. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Jeez. Um, All right. So, yeah. So, um, what are you going to do? Just just leave, innit? Don't worry. Don't torment yourself. It's clearly making you unhappy. And that's it. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. 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 Wow, no, that's two digits. Jeez, why does it take me so long? What? Passion pit? I don't understand. What is this? Um, passion pit. When my boyfriend kisses, uh, kisses me, it feels like he's kissing his grandma. Um, dear Deirdre, when my boyfriend kisses me, it feels like he's kissing his grandma. How do you know? I don't understand. Um, instead of a proper snog, all I get is a quick peck on the cheek. The only time he kisses me enthusiastically on the mouth is during sex. Okay. So there you go. So just have sex with him more. Then you get that snog. We've been together for four years. I'm 26. He's 30. Sex with him is okay, but it feels a bit like a chore. Jesus. So what is the benefit of being in this relationship? I want real passion like I've had with past boyfriends. We used to kiss for hours and it was so exciting. I don't know. I mean, it's weird. My wife's like about this. She's like, yeah, we don't snog. I was like, yeah, because snogging starts the next thing. So we do snog. It's just it accelerates. <laughs> but it's true. When you're younger... You snog, but you snog because that was the limit to what you did, right? That's why you're snogging when you're younger. Because then once you start introducing, like, hand stuff, you're snogging to get get a hand job. And when you start having sex, you're snogging to do the sex. And when you snog someone on, on like, a night out and stuff, or a festival, whatever, you're snogging because you're trying to tell them, hey, eventually... I would like to have sex with you. 
He's just going to snog them just to be like, hmm, snogging. It's just, you can't just, you're just mushing your mouths into each other. Who invented that? Anyway, uh, my boyfriend never compliments me. Okay, he should do that more. I want to be made to feel super sexy and attractive. And the grandma kisses are such a turn off. I was hoping this would get better with time. But if anything, it's got worse. What can I do? Communicate. And are you giving off vibes that says kiss me? I think you kiss him. What happens if you try to kiss him? Eh? Just grab him by the dick and kiss him on the mouth. It's not sexual assault if it's that way around to your boyfriend. Yeah, that's it. Just grab him by the dick and kiss him on the mouth. It'd be good. Um, well, there's one last one because I've got to get into this gig. Um, Jesus. Um, which one, which one, which one, which one? <laughs> uh, let's go this one. My brother had a fling with my girlfriend. Is he really the father of my son? Get a DNA test. There you go, sorted. Simple, simple, simple. And one person has outwardly cheated and you have a child, DNA test is a must. You got to find out if you're dad or uncle. Because last thing you want to be is Uncle Dad. Okay? Dear Deirdre, first I found out my brother had a thing with my girlfriend uh, when we first got together. And now I've discovered we he could be the father of my son. Oh, Jesus. It's actually like historical. Oh, I thought it was like she's pregnant now. You, you're actually attached to this kid. Fuck. You might actually be Uncle Dad. Ah. Uh, Shit. I'm telling you, I'm a partner's 32. We met on a speed awareness course where we sat at the back making bad car jokes. Ah, <laughs> oh, I mean, speed awareness course I went, it was just all men. I mean, I was married at the same time as well, but I could see how you could flirt because us as guys, had, it was online, but there was a lot of banter flowing. So I could see how it could happen. Cute. It was strange how easy it was to talk to her, but it was... It was like I'd known her for years. Within three weeks, we were spending pretty much every night together. But six months in, we got a rather big surprise. She was pregnant. It was an easy decision to keep the baby. I was falling in love and wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. Our son was born in March. He's perfect. Last month, my mum threw us a garden party so the whole family could meet its newest member. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. You gotta tell me this is where your brother first meets the mother of your child cannot be. It cannot be. It cannot be. You're falling for this girl. You didn't talk to your brother about her. Cannot be. It cannot be. Let's. Oh, okay, that's fine. It felt special to have my girlfriend in one arm, on one arm, and my son in the other. Of course it was. As I was grabbing another drink, I bumped into my uncle in the kitchen. He was hammered and slurred his congratulations. But as I turned to leave, he said, "Luckily, he looks nothing like your brother." What the blood clot are you talking about? He was too drunk for me to get any more out of him, so I called around the next day. He tried to brush it off, saying he was talking nonsense, but finally he told me the truth. In the first month, when we had, when we had been casual, my girlfriend bumped into my brother in a bar and they had a one-night stand. Oh, my God. My brother, brother who's 33, told my dad, who told his brother, my uncle. Thank God. I was stunned. How could two of the most important people in my life lie to me for months? And what the hell uh, will we tell our son? I haven't told my girlfriend I know yet, but she knows from my mood that something is up. Listen, 
here's the thing. Don't be mad at your girlfriend at the moment. Just tell her. Just communicate with her. Look, this is I found out. We've got we've got to have a DNA test. We have to. We have to. She might say oh, the timelines are all wrong. Timelines might be completely wrong. I know as men, we're pretty dumb with these timeline things when it comes to pregnancies and periods and that. So listen, that might be the case. But um because you're obviously in love with this girl. And pride would be like your brother smashed her. Raw. Bareback. Spilt his beans. All inside her. Shut up the club. Mm. And that is a lot to get over. However, you have to get over it if you actually love this girl. Because you seem to really like her. She seems to really like you. And she didn't bang... Uh, your brother knowing it was your brother at the time. So... Kind of crazy, right? But she must have seen the brother at the party, surely. The brother would have seen her at the party. Why is it coming from your uncle? It's all mad. So you have a right to be mad about that bit if she sees the brother. But, um, yeah, you just need to get a DNA test find out. And if that kid is yours, roll off into the sun and have, have a happy life, my friend. Have a happy life. But if that kid ain't yours... Man, Uncle Dad, I don't know what to tell you, Uncle Dad. You gotta ask your brother for some money. Run the peas, big man. You owe me. I don't know, I don't know what I'll do. Fucking gutted. I mean if you can if you can be even bigger and just take care of the kid, I mean I'm not suggesting that's what you should do. Um but fuck. Uncle Dad. Mad. Anyway, people, that is the end of the pod. I've got to get off this pod because um, I've got to go to a gig. All right, I've been chatting shit for a while. So, people, um, have a good week. And, yeah, that's it. Peace.